Welcome to the Non-Religious Spirituality Podcast with Jim Palmer. Explore the universal significance of spirituality beyond traditional religious dogma and doctrines. Jim is a founder of the Center for Non-Religious Spirituality, where you can find community, resources, online courses, and more. Go to www.nonreligiousspirituality.com to learn more. Welcome to a another episode of the Non-Religious Spirituality Podcast. I'm Jim Palmer. I'll be with you today. Thanks for joining in and listening from wherever you are in this world. The fun fact of the day is this. When all else fails, there are Bob Ross TikTok videos. And I watch those videos. I've always been a big Bob Ross fan. And when life gets crazy, when all else fails, I could go to TikTok and watch Bob Ross paint his pictures and it sets my mind at ease. So that's the fun fact of the day. When all else fails, don't forget there are always Bob Ross TikTok videos that one can watch. Okay, today's podcast, I want to talk a little bit about Jesus. Yes, I know this is non-religious spirituality podcast. You might be wondering why I would be talking about Jesus, but let me just kind of a disclaimer. I'm not talking about Jesus. So hopefully you get the difference there. I'm not here to preach Jesus. I'm not here to give a sermon about Jesus. I'm not here trying to convince people of Jesus. I just want to talk about Jesus. Well, why would I want to do that on a non-religious spirituality podcast? Well, I want to do it because obviously Jesus is a person of interest. He has been a person of interest for thousands of years. Now, we could have a discussion and kind of get into this debate about the historicity of Jesus, but whether or not you think Jesus was a real person historically or whether you think of Jesus as a myth, and I know that even the word myth, if you came out of religion, may be a pejorative word, but you know, in the best sense of the word, as it actually is defined, that, that there's a mythological component to Jesus or Jesus the legend. So whether it's Jesus the historical person or Jesus the myth or Jesus the legend, no matter how you take it, Jesus has persisted in the consciousness of humankind for thousands of years as a person of spiritual interest. Now, I'm often criticized for one of two reasons. I am criticized by Christian people because they don't think that I should be talking about Jesus and they don't like what I say about Jesus. And then I get criticized by, for lack of better words, secular people or non-religious people or atheists because um, they think I talk about Jesus too much, that I, that I shouldn't um, be talking about Jesus. So on the one hand, people don't like who are Christian, what I say, and then it, it, saying anything at all gets me in trouble with people who feel like that Jesus shouldn't even be a topic of conversation or meaning or significance at all. So 
to tell you a little bit about my story, when I left my ministerial career, when I walked away from my Christianity, I started deconstructing my belief system, and it didn't take long for me to kind of deconstruct and let go of huge, significant uh, pieces of my orthodox, seminary-approved theology. So I deconstructed away most of my Christianity, and yet I didn't really quite know what to do with Jesus. Like it was a little harder to deconstruct Jesus away. Like there was still some kind of way I felt about Jesus that was meaningful. Even having jettisoned most of the theological edifice of the Christian church where Jesus was stuck on top. So that edifice came crumbling to the ground. I didn't know what to do with Jesus. And so my book, Being Jesus in Nashville, is largely about me trying to figure out where Jesus fits in now that all of the theology that I had built around him, I could no longer subscribe to in good conscience. And to be honest, I think many people who are deconstructing, especially out of Christianity, have a similar problem. Like, not everybody, but a lot of people do struggle with this. Like, okay, what do we make of Jesus? Do I have to just give up Jesus entirely? And so that's part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast today. So I want to throw out a few things in terms of what I discovered that helped me disentangle Jesus from Christianity. And look, I, you know, these are realizations that I came to for myself. I'm not saying you have to come to these realizations. I'm not trying to say that this is the way it is, period, end of story, hard stop. I'm just saying that this is kind of what I did with it. And so one of the first things that I realized, and I know this is self-evident for many people, but the first thing I realized is that Jesus was not a Christian, right? Like even the Gospels, which are the only um, significant writings associated about the life of Jesus were written, you know, depending on the way you think about this, 60, 70, 80, 90 years after the death of Jesus. And we know that Christianity, modern Christianity as we now know it, formulated over a long period of time that, of course, it included the early church. It also included uh, church councils, which uh, involved a sort of um, a ratification of certain theological understandings which were partly influenced by political motivations. Look, a lot happened that resulted in what we call the Christian religion. And Jesus didn't have anything to do with any of it. Jesus was not a Christian. And not only was Jesus not a Christian, I don't think Jesus would be if the whole Jesus story if the historical Jesus, if there is one, showed up today, I do not think Jesus would be a Christian. 
The second realization that I came to for myself, and again, these are self-evident, but when you're early deconstructing, you have to go back to the basics, you know, or or you go on the most foundational level first. Jesus was not a Christian. The second thing is that Jesus did not write the Bible. Jesus did not write the Bible. The Bible was written many, many years, like, you know, we've already discussed the New Testament, 60, 80, 120, wherever, you know, you come down on the, the date and authorship of the books of the New Testament, right? It's self-evident. Jesus did not write the Bible. And when it comes to the New Testament, most of it was written presumably by the Apostle Paul. So not only did Jesus not write the Bible, Jesus did not sign off on Paul's theology. Jesus did not sign off on what Paul came up with in his letters to the churches, which is where we derive, where Christians derive, you know, what, 95% of their understanding of Christianity. And look, I'm not Paul bashing. I completely get how Paul came up with what he did in the letters that he wrote to these churches. But Jesus didn't sign off on it. Jesus didn't have anything to do with it. I mean, I'm sure Jesus and Paul could be friends, but I don't think they would share the same theology. And I think Jesus would be perplexed at what Paul managed to come up with in understanding the life and significance of Jesus. Now, I... And another thing that I had to come to realize in my own deconstruction is that Jesus did not believe in God. In other words, modern Christian monotheism, you know, that there's a male sky god, you know, insert the visual of Gandalf, in the sky who flung out the world in a few days, oversees and manages 8 billion people and the universe, intervenes in its affairs, and is guiding it towards an, an endpoint at which this male sky god separates humankind into an afterlife of heaven or hell uh, according to you know, and just kind of plug in the salvation formula for any specific Christian denomination. Like, okay, I do not think Jesus believed in that God. Jesus did not believe in God. Jesus did not believe in the God of religion. I don't think that Jesus would believe in the traditional Christian monotheistic God, as it is often explained and described. So, I was going through my deconstruction process. I realized Jesus was not a Christian. Jesus did not write the Bible. Jesus did not sign off on Paul's theology. Did not Jesus did not believe in God. By the way, there are all kinds of ways that atheists and Jesus, all kinds of things that they share in common. And we, 
don't have time to go through them today, but I could easily come up with at least 10 ways that an atheist and the story, the legend, the myth, the historical Jesus, where they would agree. And one of them is this point right here in not believing in the God of religion, right? If you talk to an atheist, an atheist is going to say that I do not hold a belief in God. But then the question is, what God are we talking about? And usually we're talking about the God, the Christian God of monotheism like that, especially in the West, especially in our USA. That's what we're thinking. So atheists rightfully don't hold a belief in that God and neither did Jesus. Why did Jesus die? I mean, Jesus died, right? But why? That was part of my deconstruction process. Because in my process, when I began to realize that the Bible um, wasn't meant to be taken literally, or should not be taken literally, well, those both would be true. Well, you would have to assume that the writers, for example, told the story of Adam and Eve that they intended for you to take that literally. Like the fact that we take the Adam and Eve story as literal, that's on us. But nonetheless, Jesus died, but why? So after I deconstructed that the Adam and Eve story, the creation of Adam and Eve and so on, was not to be taken literally, once I deconstructed away the concept of original sin, which means that I deconstructed away the, the traditional interpretation of the atonement. You know, once, once you get to the point where original sin and substitutionary atonement are not a thing anymore because the underlying theological premises of those are no longer real to you, then the question is, okay, well, now what? Like, why does Jesus even matter, right? Because you learn in evangelicalism, the reason why Jesus matters is because he punches your ticket to heaven. He atones for your sins. He cures your sin condition. He bridges the separation between you and God because of your sin. But there is, if there is no sin, there's nothing to bridge. There is no separation. There is no hell to be condemned to. There is no need for substitutionary atonement. Okay. So that was part of my process in the whole Jesus thing. So what would it mean for Jesus to hold significance outside that entire theological Christian framework? And one of the ways that you, one way that Jesus would apply is as an archetype figure. Analytical psychologist Carl Jung saw Jesus as this way, an archetype. What is an archetype? An archetype is a pattern or a model or a representation of something that like holds weight in the consciousness of humankind, in our species as homo sapiens. There are archetype figures and stories and themes and concepts that hold weight with us as a species. 
And one could certainly agree with Jung and see Jesus as an archetype, an, arch an archetype of what exactly? And I think that you could think of Jesus as an archetype. You know, what's the one thing that pretty much everyone agrees that, that Jesus either said or indicated or that we believe about Jesus is that he was fully divine and human. In other words, that the archetype is of someone who was fully self-actualized, someone who is bringing into the universe and releasing the full expression of what they are. Someone who is the human form, the mind and body expression of ultimate reality, the ground of all being, the essence of all things. Like, if you took the ground of all being, if you took the essence of all things, if you took the nature of reality, and you ask yourself, what would that look like in mind, body, human being? Well, the answer is Jesus. With respect to that's the archetypal significance of Jesus for people. Now, that doesn't mean that Jesus is the only one. That doesn't mean that you have to like incorporate Jesus into your spirituality, because if you don't, your spirituality is going to be less. You know, like, you know, the philosophy, the philosophy of religion looks at these archetypal stories and figures, and there's many, many of them. Jesus is the only is not the only one. Listen, if you deconstruct your religion and walk away from it, you do not have to believe in Jesus. You don't have to talk about Jesus. You don't have to reference Jesus. You don't have to make it about Jesus. You can forget about Jesus. You know, like, you do you. You cultivate your own meaningful, authentic, liberating, consequential spirituality. If that's got something with Jesus, great. If it doesn't have anything to do with Jesus, great. I'm just doing this podcast because I think it's worthwhile to point out to people who are deconstructing, particularly their Christianity, that there's just not one way to do this when it comes to Jesus. And whatever your way is, it's okay. It's okay. Some people are going to think that you're not Christian enough. People are, Some people are going to think that you're too Christian. People... Some people are going to wish you just would not say anything about Jesus. Some people just are not going to like anything you say about it. Look, you do you. You develop your spirituality. It's okay. People don't have to like it. People don't have to agree with you. People don't have to accept it. It's you. Okay. Sorry I went a little over today. Try to keep these to 15 minutes. Thanks for joining in in today's episode of Non-Religious Spirituality Podcast. Don't forget to go to nonreligiousspirituality.com. I do a lot of posting, interacting with people, live streams, that sort of thing. And we'll see you here next time. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Visit nonreligiousspirituality.com to find community, resources, and more. 